Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.19. What up? This is Romy Mac. Welcome to Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything and give our two cents. This is uh, another opportunity for us to come and give you what we do here, me, Karun Bay, and of course, Sugar Booger, and anyone else that we have on the show. We haven't had anybody on the show in a minute, man. I gotta, I gotta get, uh, I gotta get going with that uh, more, more proactive. But uh, without further ado, of course, bringing the man with the plan, the man, the hour, the man with the power, as they say. They call him oh, wow. Karoon Bay. What's up, big baby? How you doing, baby? Yeah, your name is Jeff Yeah, Karoon. man. So, you know, um, obviously we lost Papa Joe, man, uh, this week. So uh, rest, in, rest in peace to, uh, you know, the, the half, 50%. Uh, uh, accountability. <laughs> accountability. 50% accountability for the greatest entertainer to ever Grace this uh, this earth, Michael uh, Joseph Jackson. Uh, his father Joe Jackson died on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, man, eighty nine years old, a little bit shy of his ninetieth birthday. But uh, it's wild that you know they called what's the kid name uh, XXX Tentacion, uh, as uh, Charlemagne keeps calling. Him. <laughs> I think it's funny how he says that XXX Tentacion, but. Um, yeah, it's wild that he dies, and it's like this big. Everybody's so somber, and it's sad, and it's all that. Joe Jackson dies, and it's like you know, it's it's a meme and shit. Like people, everybody know I'm a, a big Michael Jackson fan. I keep getting this this text from people uh, with it says uh, when you've been in heaven uh, for nine years, and then your dad show up. You know that that thing um, with the two different cuts from. Uh, the don't stop till you get enough uh, music video, but uh, you know, Joe, th- uh, appreciate what you did bringing my man into this world, beating them all into fame. Unfortunately, they had to go through therapy. I'm sure they're still going through therapy, but a lot of stuff that they went through, man. And um, you know, um, rest in peace. That's really, really all we can, uh, uh, you know, can say can say that that. But um, here we are, um, another show, man. Uh, so, so, uh, Karoon Bay, man, how the week been, um, you know, out that way? Say how we been out this way, where yeah. I'm at? Yeah, how the week been? Everything, everything straight? Yeah, man, you know, uh, I had a, a nice job opportunity come up, but I couldn't take it. Ah. You know, but, uh, I, I've been pretty much the whole extension thing. I know his fans probably gonna be shitting the egg, but I'm like, this dude... You know, the whole big devil worshiper thing he was all into and all of that. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, he's all about positivity. I'm like, no, the fuck he won't, bro. Please don't do this. Why do people have to, like, do... Like, why does the fakeness come out so 
the slightest stuff. Like, Migos had got into it with him about all that crazy stuff at one point. They're like, he's trying to change his life around. I'm like, I'm not like a big religious, super huge religious person, but when you go around, you know, up in the devil and fuck God and all the rest of this, there's a higher thing somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, that's the way he portrayed himself for such a long period of time. When you portray yourself like that, I mean, that bad karma, the same thing goes and applies, man. Like, you know, beefing with people in their own neighborhood, their own towns out in California and all this. I mean, he lived a life where he bought a lot of stuff with negative energy towards him. Mm-hmm. So, you don't wish death on anybody or nothing like that, but I'm just saying, like, I don't have, like, a huge sympathy thing, like, for that. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of like that. I know it's messed up to say, but I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't really feel for him from knowing a lot of the stuff that, that he was, like, saying and doing a little following of him. Cause I try to listen to his music and everything else. He probably had like one or two songs. I'm a big music head and everything. So I'm going to follow somebody even if I don't like them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to see what that's about. But yeah, the guy was pretty negative. Yeah. See him overshadow one of the like, the fathers of one of the greatest entertainers in the world. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of weird to me. Yeah, that you know, it just shows the society we live in, man. We're start we're starting to become so desensitized to death, you know. Like people are falling off and like getting back to their lives. Like we're watching horror movies. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how people die in horror movies and like they just keep they just keep running. They don't go. They don't be. They don't be traumatized or anything. And that's what happens. Well, you know what's crazy now? The best horror is stuff that's realistic. Yeah. Like when I watched, like, well, I didn't watch it. I watched the, like, reviews of Hereditary. People gave it a bad rating, but some people did. But to me, that movie creepy as shit. Like, hella creepy. Because there's actual real shit that can happen. It, it dies in that secret society type shit. Like, badly. When they're willing to sacrifice a family. You know what I'm saying? For, like, prosperity. And, you know, like, we, people say, like, that's what they do in Hollywood and everything else. Is that they sacrifice people. And then a movie comes out and it's pretty much showing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know what they say. They trying to say it's about mental illness and all of this. That's just about sacrifices. It show how like deviant people are for prosperity, man. But shouts out to Joe, my Joe Jackson. He, I mean, he lived a long time though, man. Like 90. Somebody that you know had a bad reputation of putting their hands on. Motherfucking Mike and them like he was damn Tyson. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we we don't. I don't know that family. Well, I know that Living Color made a lot of jokes about it when I was coming up. Yeah, David, I remember watching that movie when I was younger. That like Jackson Five movie. Yeah, Michael Marlin, you're gonna get it. Who put the down the swimming pool? You're gonna get a beating. Like damn man, Michael gonna play with them rats and shit. <laughs> They got Mike. Mike. My sister's a big Mike fan. Yeah. Like she had a belt, uh, like a, the Michael Jackson belt. Like she had tons of shit, like lunchboxes and all that crazy shit. Yeah, man. That was my, uh, that was my gangster right there, Mike. Mike Joe Jack. Mike Joe Jack. He was the man. He is by far still the greatest entertainer. Fuck anybody talking about Beyonce better than him. And y'all can take that shit to the bank, Joe. <laughs> Yep, Joe Jackson, thank you. I appreciate you bringing in 
the greatest entertainer to ever live. And Catherine, like, I appreciate you. Man, people, we are for him for uh, doing what he did to them. Yeah. But he made those kids, I hate to say, he made those kids like, like that's the reason why Michael's music was so good because he's a, a perfectionist. They come from his dad, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Is a straight product of, you know, all that hard raising to get stuff right. Yes, sir. That's I, And in my opinion, I believe so. I, I certainly do believe that you I would. I believe so because I've heard the, um, they had like a thing on YouTube where it says like Michael Jackson's like shadiest moments or something. Yeah. Where he said he fired a dude on stage. I know he uh he got he got upset with Slash on stage. <laughs> I saw that. I've seen Mike get mad at Randy on stage. And Randy like Randy kept the microphone. Mike tried to take it. Randy gave that dude the Heisman right on stage and Michael changed the song on his ass real quick. <laughs> yeah, Mike was like he said, You gonna lose your job? He said that to said to a guy. No, still, still kind of choreography. Oh, he was real. Oh, Mike was real. Mike was real. Like, Mike's too. Mike was great, man. It, it, it was such a different feeling when Mike, like in Mike's, you know, a lot of kids, you know, they don't, uh, you know, I would say anybody probably 25, maybe under, they probably don't remember, you know what I'm saying, um, Michael Jackson prime years, you know, the way that we do. And, um, like, oh, remember we, scandals and all that shit. like, we were coming up in a time frame where dangerous was big. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we were like babies is bad and wasn't even a thought when Thriller came out. But, like, you know what I'm saying? When dangerous was out and he was like doing his Bucharest tour and people passing out. Every, every year around uh, Halloween, he used to show that Thriller video. Yeah. And they used to do the. You remember um, Disney used to do that shit. They used to play like a. Th- they had like a thriller um, thing where they use all the creepy characters from Disney because you know Disney is d- demonic as hell. They say Disney what? Disney is demonic as hell. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's another show. That's a whole another show right here. Yes, it is. But um, anyway, man. Um, and so we had that. You know the Anna- Annapolis shooting. Um, Yesterday, bro, this motherfucker had a seven-year grudge. Seven years, man. Seven years. A seven-year grudge. Came in there with a shotgun, shot through the window. And, uh, yeah, man, he took out five folks, man. One of them guys was from down here in South Florida. And, you know, rest in peace to, um, to, to you know, to that guy that's got, like, you know, South Florida ties working in, in, the, uh, in the news in the newsroom um, up there in Annapolis. It's unfortunate. Excuse um, for him to for him to pass, but here it is. I mean, he's you know he's gone, and the shooter was trying to kill as many people as he possibly could. And it's just wild to me how these guys keep living, man. And then guys with no guns, or you think get guns, or think uh, have the guns keep you know keep dying. But they don't they don't want you to break up stuff like that. That doesn't make. I don't understand how you can just bypass or you can overlook something like that. But you know, um. Um, you know, we know we know what time it is with that. Uh, but more importantly, uh, five people I mean, lost their. How do you hold a grudge? He hold his grudge for seven years. These people. Five, like, five people gone, man, because of his grudge for seven years. They could have. There's somebody he should have talked to. White guy. White and, guy. And, and that's that whole thing, man. When they be grudges like that, I'm pretty I'm ninety percent sure if you hate so for seven years. Like I hate people. I didn't get along with some people in the military. 
You know what I'm saying? When I was there at certain bases. But if you do that, you're talking to somebody about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And one day be like, you know, I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker up in the mall. It's just he had, he had to tell somebody some shit. He had it like like I was just tear that motherfucker building apart one day. You know, black people say that shit all the time, but we don't go through it. No. Like, you know, just, well, we about to do that. You can barely, you can barely, barely bring a bun cake into uh, to the job, let alone try to do that, man. I don't know, man. It's uh, I, I don't want to get used to this shit. I don't want to get used to these shootings. Nobody wants to get used to it, but that's like that's how that shit is now, man. Not no. That's like seven years, bro. He held that shit in for. Yeah, that shit for seven years. Yep, and it makes oh, me it makes me think about the people I've I've been working with. You know what I'm saying? Like what type of mentality they have. You know the stuff they've thought about doing. That's the creepy part. You know, and same thing I'm sure with anybody. It's like wow. You know what did you do? Like what what could you do? So you know that's the real. And like you said, you know what I'm saying that's the type of horror movies that that, that put fear in me. When I that's the horror I think about. Like this whole made up dumb shit that they make movies about with people slipping and falling, white girls falling in the woods. That that shit doesn't scare me. That makes me laugh. But like this real life, you know what I'm saying, the, the episodes of like TV where they do um, like school shootings or they do workplace stuff. That That's the creepy shit, man. Like the, um, what's the movie? Uh, Act of Valor. And the whole, the whole thing where they talk about um, the guy's going to um what does he do he he they, they he they were intending on blowing up a sports arena you know how wild that shit is man yeah make you not want to go outside your house man yeah you don't want to yeah, you don't want to live in fear most of the time you feel safe you but that's safe. the one i mean that's just the wild part though like all these arenas and we were going going to school you feel safe in the mall then they still shoot up the malls I don't even feel safe. I don't feel safe in schools, honestly. And and, and you know, it, it can happen anywhere. But it seems like it's been happening predominantly white have white heavy schools. You know, white predominantly white schools is where the where these shootings are taking place. Now, that, and granted, anything can happen between now and you know in the future. But we've yet to see any of this stuff pop off at like. No, because this shit's been happening in our neighborhoods. Now, ain't anybody coming to school shooting up? Oh yeah, yeah, that those things have been happening, but yeah, but that yeah, those things. Oh yeah, it's not. Yeah, they those shootings. Yeah, those shootings have been happening in our neighborhoods, but we're talking. I'm talking about like our schools. You know what I'm saying? Like these these things. I, at least I haven't. At least I haven't heard it. And like a guy comes to school, and he shoots up. That's because they harass our fucking schools, though. Yeah. They got, like I said, they had the metal detectors. They got right. Before I police at our schools, they got damn. That's how. That's how they do us. They set. They separate us and make our schools like more of a prison. Right. Our schools more like a prison. Theirs is the other side, and because they don't have that kind of like that kind of um, policing. Throughout these schools, they're free to do anything. You think about those schools we go to, we've gone to, you can't even wear a colored fucking hat without the police arresting you. Yeah. They're like, oh, that hat got red on it, that's a gang sign, uh, you need to go to detention or we suspended you. That's pretty much how it's been. These motherfuckers can come to school with, I hate nigga shirts on, and it's, it's hilarious and funny, 
And they wonder why some shit happened later on down the road. I'm gonna shoot the school up search and all this crazy shit. Yeah, these um yeah, these these are unfortunate situations that are happening and we uh I don't know. I don't know man, I don't know I, I don't know how you can I really don't know how you can stop these things from happening. To be honest, you know, I mean, everybody's gonna, everybody wants to point the blame when this, when the shooting happens. But how can you? Really, I mean, the gun was purchased legally that the man used to uh, to carry out this uh, senseless violence. Uh, anyway. So it don't matter what kind of stipulation you use, basically. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Like again, I'm not a gun owner. Um, you know, unfortunately, at least not yet. So I don't. Um, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of laws and stuff that you ha- you know have to follow, but I will say, man, it's um it's uh it's it's rough it's rough out here, and you know they want to they want to give guns to our teachers. I don't really think that's a good idea because a teacher couldn't just as much lose lose their shit as much as anybody else can, and you know do what they do. But y'all need to get out of the country. I'm telling y'all right now. Yeah. I wonder if this is Babylon, you know, that they say in the Bible and stuff. Are we living in are we living in the city of Babylon? So if, if not, it's pretty close, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, move on to something something else, another uh sensitive topic with the word sensitive in it, man. I wanna discuss uh male I guess male sensitivity. You know what I'm saying? Like of course, you know, obviously we, we probably got two different views on it. And we can speak on why we have two different views on the whole uh, male sensitivity. And, of course, I want to get Sugar's, um, you know, uh, thoughts on the whole thing of uh, male sensitivity. Because, again, I mean, we've known each other a very long time, Jeff, man. And, you know, what I mean, it's always been like, uh, you know, I mean, we show we show love for one another. But obviously, I would say me being uh, more of the uh, say more compa- more ver- I would say uh, vocal about the um, like. Express expressing themselves, you know what I'm saying. Commonly, it's just like um, just the way, just the way we've been. Just I guess, really, just what we brought up. I guess for me, you know, I'm more expressive about my feelings because I was so uh, I was at a point in my life where I didn't show shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I I didn't express how I felt for anybody, and I don't know. I just hit like a I just hit like a um, a mark in my life where you know I was separated from everything that I loved. And and I and I it could have been it for me and I wouldn't have said anything to them. So I like to, you know, I guess express that to the individuals that I do 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 care for. And um and in the event that anything happens to me, they know how I felt about them. Of course how I feel you know, how I feel about, you know, my um my Karumbe family. You know what I mean? Um the Bird family, you know. You know, you know what I'm saying Thomas the Trainer, his family, all of them. Um, I, it's just like a sense of love that you have for that, you know. And like in relationships, a lot of times when you know the individual, well, the woman, for instance, is not used to a certain type of affection that way, where the guy has been very um, expressive. You know, it can come off as like you're being. You know, I want to say overly sensitive to them at some point in time, and you know, in some cases, you very well might be uh, a little bit extra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A little bit extra in as far as how you um, are expressing yourself. But you got to look at it as like, you know, it's just the type of love. It's just somebody the way that you know that you could bring that out of someone, because you know, like, like for me, there's only one that uh, can get me to 
I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll say, yeah. Well, if I if I open up to you and I'm just like extremely, you know, what I'm saying, uh, expressive and showing emotion and all that shit. That means I've I've really let you in because I don't I don't do that. You know, what I'm saying it's not like a every everybody doesn't get that treatment. You know what I'm saying? It's like a certain select few that you let in for that, and you don't want anybody to take advantage of that or not appreciate the fact that you do so. And then a lot of cases you're not able to do it all the time because it's it's also perceived as a sign of weakness for whatever reason uh, to some people. And um, we have to be mindful of that. At the same time, you got to show that you do you do love. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, men get a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of raps for being you know we're so tough and we don't show enough emotion. And then and when you do, then they shit on you. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it, it like, goes that no way. No win-win situation in that, bro. No, it's not. No win-win situation. I don't think relationship-wise, you can never please nobody, bro. I don't, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> because if you, I feel like if you do, that's the same thing with women. Like, if they do that, then they're like, she's, uh, like, needy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. They look at it, and that's how some guys be like, yo, she hella needy. But that's just how she loves, man. And you know, you got to take the I guess you got to take the good with the bad when it comes to that, man. When somebody loves you cuz they can easily not. They can easily just walk away and stop giving a fuck. You know? And then you start missing that attention that you once had. And then it's like, well, I didn't appreciate it when I had it. But it's just, I don't know, man. Yeah, we're never satisfied. I'm with you on that one. We are never satisfied. I, I, what I really think a lot of that is based on is is the part of you. You try to find a relationship where it's fifty fifty, but a lot I think a lot of that is based on like what side of the coin you think you're on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the times it goes to like you might be the one that gives more than most people in a relationship. You're on that side of the coin, and the other person seems like they don't care. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you go to another relationship, and you're on the opposite side of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, where you're not giving that, that, that all, and the other person is. You know? Yeah. I think it's just like a, a person to person basis, and you know, the, the, what people try to find is like at least that 50 50 or 49 50, at least. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. When it looks so comfortable, that's the whole situation. Yeah. Because I noticed it, man, like when I was, when I was out there, I'm like, I always felt like I'm either on one side of the coin or the other side of the coin, you know? Yeah. Either like trying to, you know, you're trying, you're giving out too much emotion, which later on dulls you, and when it dulls you, you move on. And you know what I'm saying? In the next relationship, you don't show it. Yeah. Harder. You use solid, you make yourself harder. You're like, look, I done gave it, and now I'm just like, fuck it. And then they say you don't want to be that way, you know what I'm saying? But... Me for myself, I'm like, man, I'd rather stay that way. Eventually, eventually it eventually all. Eventually, you're gonna choose, you're gonna choose the side. Eventually. Yeah, eventually it all comes to it, uh, to a head, and you decide whether or not you want to stay that way, or if you want to, <laughs> you know, or or if you want to do do right. We finally got the bug in. The wife, the wife on the scene. She was walking around like a fucking zombie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, there's uh, you know, there's so much can be said on that, man. But you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll probably come back to that when when the missile. 
when the missus is there. But um, yo, I want to talk about like obviously we're in the summer now, man, and you know talk about some I guess some childhood uh, summertime like memory. I guess like summertime foods. Like for me, uh, you know what I'm saying the, uh, those free those freezer pops that used to like be divided. They look like they're I don't know like handlebars or something like that. And used to cut them joints. They were pla- they like in the plastic. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them joints. Uh, of course, like fr- I'm gonna be 100 with you, man. It to me it seemed like I did the most shit I should never do in the summer. I always seemed to do the worst. Like in school. School, like the extra time on my hands when I was younger, always seemed to get my black ass in trouble. Yeah. Because I just, I don't know why. <laughs> like, like my summer, I know you're saying like stuff we did when we were younger, but you know, summer camp. Yeah. You meet new people and shit. Yeah. Uh, I remember my granddad and my grandma. Uh, we went to like uh, Myrtle Beach, uh, whatever that place is. It's about, it's about South Carolina, whatever mm-hmm. motherfucker that is. Yeah. From all the way from North Carolina, it was a trip. I, I, me and my cousin went out there, and we didn't get back on the bus, so we were stuck in North Carolina, and our parents had to come. I mean, South Carolina. Our parents had to drive all the way out there to get us all that gas. Yo, I got torched. It seemed like I was always summertime. I was jumping from couch to couch and laid it on my mom's glass table and bust the whole glass table apart. Trying to do WWE moves. Yeah. Like, I always got my worst spankings in the summer, bro. Because I was always doing something. Oh, these are my best summer? Like, that's that Summers of me was like, until I got older and I was like, you know what? During the first part of the summer, I'm going to start studying for my next class. And then I'll look at it from there, you know. I had to find something to do with my time because I stayed in trouble for some time. You talking about good summer memories? Yeah. I'll, there I'll, she I'll is. There me. she go. She's got a delicious ass last weekend. That's summer vacation. Yeah. I mean, I- summer vacation for me growing up from like age 11 until I graduated was trying to sneak uh, little girls in my mom's house um, or me going to that's theirs. And, huh? I said, that's what you feel. You're supposed to sneak into their house. Yeah, well, I ain't get caught. I never got caught. I, I never got caught with... I used to bring girls in. I never got caught sneaking girls in the house. Never. Nah. Never. My parents, me, my sister. I used to sneak in their house. Y'all, y'all backwards. No, man. I, dude, I remember I had, uh, I got snuck, I snuck into this girl's house, right? And she had to get her little sister from, uh, <laughs> from, the, from the, um, I guess she was like a summer, summer school or summer camp or some shit. She got home on the bus and she got me hiding behind that little divider shit. Like, uh, like what's the name? Um, like, what is it? El- Elvin and Sandra used to have in the house. On the Cosby Show at their at their ragged ass apartment, that little thing that that would like separate the um the room up. She had me hiding behind that shit, man. That was like it was wild. She can't pick me up because I ain't had no. Did I have a license? I don't know if I had a license, but yeah, she can't pick me up. I was a scrub for that day, but and then I went back went back to her spot, and you know we do did a lot of fun. There wasn't no uh no sex having back then. It was just like you know it was just foreplay. Uh, little kid shit, but um, 
Yeah, those those uh summer you know summertime fun sneaking trying to sneak into uh yeah yeah sneaking into girls' houses again for for play hand jobs all that other stuff man um they yeah, were right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I got all the way yeah 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 I wasn't going all the way until uh six about sixteen yeah sixteen sixteen it was real. Oh, you talking about Dean? I was like, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 16, that's when it was going. I mean, this, yeah, I was about 16 when this stuff was happening, but. I had great summer memories. Nothing like that, what y'all were doing. But, uh. Man, I always. Family vacations. Family yeah. vacations. Well, I mean, we would go to Ocean City every summer. I remember I was in, uh, man, I was in Ocean City and I saw a girl that I went to high school. I was, you know, I was going to high school with. And, yeah. We met up in like this. Like one thing I used to hate about summer too, I just was was not a summer person. My mom used to always get watermelon. Yes, yes. Now question, question, question. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a question for all watermelon eaters. Do you eat your watermelon with sugar or do you eat it with salt? You put it with salt. My mom used to eat it with salt. Yeah, my daddy my daddy used to eat it with salt, so we would eat it with salt. But I put, no, nah, I put sugar on that bad boy and it changed life. I put sugar and salt. It was great. It was like a Sour Patch Kid. Hey, what about yellow meat watermelon though? Have you had that kind? What the hell is, I, ye- is that? I, I, Yeah, watermelon. My mom used to make like these straw, like she used to make uh, these strawberry shortcakes joint. There's like the little sponge thing, and then yeah. she would cut up, she would cut up strawberries with like put some sugar on it and let them like sit for a while, and then oh, we that's put good. The, that is yeah, good. yeah. It is, uh, it is high, it is high blood pressure, but it is, uh, it was good. Um, what? Well, yeah. Yes, it is diabeticals. It is a diabetical, uh, for sure. Um, but it was good times though, uh, playing out, you know, playing outside, of course, playing, playing basketball from, from sunup to sundown. Um, yeah. The, combat we had, yeah. We had family vacations. We had family vacations. We had family vacations. We had We had family vacations. 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 We had Days. We, we took road trips from like California all the way to New York. Yeah. And, and we would just do like uh, little sightseeing here and there. And visiting friends and family, sleeping on couches, sleeping on the side of the road in the car. Yeah. Uh, my parents didn't believe in hotels, so it was it was very rare that we got a hotel to stay in. We slept either in the car or somebody's house. Yeah. Well, um, it was good. Summer times growing up in VA was uh it was real fun, man. Uh we what 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 else we do? I would always go to my. All I remember is me getting my ass 
because I was so bad during the summer. Man. Yeah, I would go to my um, I would go to my grandma's house during the summer, and when I tell you, I mean, I've I talked about it before on here, but I ate you know for the whole summer, I ate hot dogs and uh and ramen, you know, like a college kid the entire summer, like chicken flavored, like the same. It's like a big ass box of like sixty chicken flavored noodles. And we ran through them joints, man. Like we came up with so many different ways of trying to, uh, you know, of course, to eat ramen. Yeah, with the noodles, uh, chocolate hot dogs with the noodles, bologna with the noodles. No, nah, I ain't going that far, man. We ain't do that. I'm talking about like ketchup, so soy sauce. Now let me ask you, because my brother asked me this the other day. Like when you make noodles, is it like? Is it? Do you like it uh, with a whole lot of water, or you like it with just enough where it just sits on the noodle? I don't like mine with a whole lot of water, man. Yeah. I pour the water out and just leave the, the, the noodles. I get a little bit. I, I have just like a little bit. A little bit of water. Yeah. In there, man. I got you know that. I do it either or. Yeah, I got to have just. I put my own seasoning in it too. I don't always use the with the pack. I gotta have just a little bit of just a little bit of uh, uh, juice rolling. I need some rolling juice. That's what we have. It rolling juice with it, along again with the soy sauce, the hap. Well, now back then it was the whole packet, but now I do half the packet because that sodium. I got a question about this. So, who was your like? Could you? Who was your major road dogs when it came to summer from when you was a who, kid? Well, like, um, like who were that? that my Sandlot. You talking about my Sandlot crew? My Sandlot crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sandlot, my sandlot riders, got uh, you know, God rest his soul, uh, Mac. You know what I'm saying? Me and Mac used to uh, run up and down uh, streets trying to chase tail in the neighborhood <laughs> at the pool. Uh, he used to have to carry around his little brother Sam. Um, we had uh, me and Marquise. Man, it was a time where it was me and this kid Dante, Dante Blunt, me and this guy. Um, Lucius Rylan, of course, Pops that's been on the show. Um, you know, I'm uh, yeah, Stacks or whatever. Um, da, you know, Darius or whatever. We, yeah, uh, and, and Josh too. That was pretty much the nucleus right there. Everybody would always um, run at uh, Compton Court. That's where we would play basketball. Um, right there. That's where Darius lived. Darius lived in, um, you know, in Scottsville. Yeah. He lived in Scottsville and we would all just come over there. Everybody from like those who play basketball, then the girls trying to see, you know, like the, the cute boys or and whatnot. They would all mingle in Compton Court. I saw my first game of hide and go get it over there. And um, that was interesting because uh, <laughs> I had to be home by the time the lights turn on and they want to play when the lights go out. So I had to uh, try to get a, a request, you know, to an, uh, of an extension to, to stay out to like a certain time. But um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was good times, man. They were really good times. Uh, <laughs> school I had a different um uh, I had a different team. Um yeah, when my, I got, my team in middle school and my, my middle school team was different than that when I was younger, man. 
the people I, <laughs> the people I used to roll with, I look at them now. I was like, damn, this dude was some wild motherfucker. Yeah, my high school. The ones at high school that I used to rock with used to be me, Rashad, this um, this cat named Jermaine, um, and Joe, uh, Elgin, Rodney, I think Carlos. Yeah, cause yeah, 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 that crew was good, man. That we had a lot of fun. Um, me and Rashad would always go up to the movie theater try to rap the girls, and uh, he's a married man now and a successful businessman, helping others you know start their business. Um, shout out to uh, you know um, the Rebel Society, um, the, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to you know trying to get everything off the ground for you know for us as well. But um, it's just wild to look back at your life and be like, man, you know, I used to do that. You know, we used to do these things and. You know, we used to listen to our. I never forget the first time I heard um, the uh, that song by Jay off of his Blueprint Two album, ROC Head Number One Click and Every Represent. I throw them diamonds up, yeah. Like Rashad, Rashad played that. Uh, JJ, I used to hang out with. He used to always tell this girl Jasmine because she's hang out with us. She's a little bad one. Yeah. He's always tell her, and my sister, my older sister Angie, was like. Used to catch him. He was always saying nasty stuff. He was like, "Tell her can he put his hot dog in the buds and everything else." Like, oh yeah, it's just so funny, man. Think about how like vulgar his kid was at this point. And my old sister was always like, "Get your little nasty ass away from here." Yeah. He's just doing some outlandish shit, man. I was like, "What in the world?" Yeah. <laughs> So um yeah so that was um oh, that's, oh well it's a new it's a new one but uh, now that we got Suge back um yeah um Suge so we was talking about male sensitivity so I want to hear from your perspective as a woman you know as far as like how do you feel about a man that uh I would say a man that shows emotion versus the man that doesn't and um you know so like is there like a balance that um. You you would want uh, from from your man. I mean, I like a guy that would show emotion, uh, not too much emotion, like just crying about everything. I guess you know, kind of like how us women are. <laughs> but um, I think showing emotion is not a bad thing. Yeah, it is. And no, it's not. A lot of people see it as weak. It's not showing that you're weak. You human, you know. I think it's an okay thing, it's, it's, but too much. There, there's a, a fine line between them. Uh, you know, there's too much emotion that goes for both male and female. Uh, <clears throat> you know, but yeah, I, I think that's. I don't see a problem with it. It's a very like vague but, answer. What do you mean a vague answer? Like it's like super open. Yeah, are you on the fence? Yeah, you're on some. You're doing like Cam Newton with the whole uh, flat with this uh, taking a knee um, thing. You're on the fence about it. So, are you for it? Are you against it? Do you want? Do you want uh, Jeff to show emotion? Do you not want him to show emotion? I would like for him to show emotion, just not too much of it. Like, don't be crying about everything. Like, I don't know how to put it. Um, she say I'm insensitive, yo. You are hella insensitive. But I'm not even gonna get on her. I mean, like, let me let me give an example, like. Growing up, I never saw my father show any type of emotion whatsoever. That's like how nothing. But um, I finally did, and it was like, this is crazy, you know. So, not crazy, but um, I don't want to say it was crazy, but um, 
the very first time that he actually showed any type of emotion was when my mom passed away and it was like for just like maybe a brief moment or whatever but it was it kind of shocked me in a way because i had never you know you just never know how some people are but i was like okay cool you know when people don't some guys don't show emotion you don't know how they really feel about someone you know, there's times when you think that, you know, oh, this person don't care about you, this and that, until they actually, you know, something just breaks them. Something happens and then they just break. But then there's a time, I want to give an example, um, say like work, for instance. Say, for example, you supervise somebody, uh, you counsel them, a male, and he gets upset because you're getting his shit about something. And then all of a sudden, he's getting his damn feelings. And you're like, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I didn't, all I did was this. You, you know, you cried about something that doesn't even make any sense. Now you want to go to, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're like, for real? <laughs> I just told you it was fucking up, and then you go cry about it? Like, really? Yeah. Well. But, you know. Yeah, I guess you could say I'm on the fence, I guess, but there's a time when there's too much emotion that is unnecessary. She won't want to fuck. Like I said, that's both male and female. Ebony won't. She won't damn. She won't, uh... What more do you want from me? I'm serious. I cried over stupid shit. Like, one time, I had accidentally... It was my first... When I had just... I had Phoenix. We were just um, getting ready to uh, go to the airport. And it was her first time on the plane. And, um... My mom was helping me pack bottles of milk. And um, I guess I accidentally, I didn't mean to lash out at her, but I accidentally, one of us accidentally uh, screwed the caps on wrong. So milk spilled in the pouch. And I just had like a, a breakdown right there. I was like, what? You know, I was pissed. I just started crying. It was freaking milk. Crying over spilled milk? Really? <laughs> 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 so I spent my hard-earned 15 minutes pumping that out. Yeah, you know, she wanted it. But now that I think about it, I was like, why did I cry about that? Because I could have had, you know, I got plenty more, you know? But it was the fact that I just got so emotional over that for no damn reason. You know, I couldn't even explain it myself. It kind of scared myself. Like, why the hell am I even this is unnecessary? Like, why am I crying over this stuff? You know, it's just milk. Yeah. But, you know, I, I had a breakdown for some odd reason. I still can't, you know, cry over school milk. <laughs> it's true, you know? Some things you just, you don't need to cry about, you know? Yeah. But most certain types of emotion, you know, there's a time and a place for it, too, as well, you know? Yeah, well, um... I plan on being the world's first supervillain, so I don't need to show emotion. Yeah. It's so angry. I mean, there's a time, you know, like the, the last, I think, what was it, when we, had, when we had the baby, I mean, when they were telling us all this stuff and Phoenix is in the room with us, that was not, you know, I, we had to hold it together because, you know, you, you can't, sometimes you just don't, you're not going to do that in front of your kid, you know, you don't want to. So, yeah, you can show emotion, but there's a time and a place for it too as well. Yeah. So, like that particular moment, I, I couldn't show much emotion because she was in the room. I didn't want to worry my kids, so you know, I you know, kinda of try to downplay everything, you know. Understood. Um, so well we'll move on. Well yeah, we'll move on from that. Just wanted to get your uh, you know, your thought you know, your thoughts on um on the whole male sensitivity thing. Uh but we'll talk about well I guess we'll close the show on Damon Dash confronting Lee Daniels. About that two million dollars he loaned him. Hey man, give me my money, man. You wrong by me. You don't. They should have my money. That 
shit's hilarious, man. Wow. And it, I mean, he got the money for it. He got the money to it. And he said he's going to pay him. So that's just. But he uh, still paid him, though. It's been exactly. a lot of yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of years. And, you know, Lee Daniels had a few projects come. Uh, what? What's the thing? Empire. Empire is definitely ringing in a lot of money. So, yeah, he definitely should have paid him. If he had to pay him in increments, you got to pay him. Get to him. You know? stand-up guy. You give money to family members. Like, I give money to my family members and I don't expect anything back because I know they're not going to pay me back even if they stay there. Like, one, two million at, man. This nigga but, said one, two million. You know, if, uh, if, if I really wanted to loan something out to somebody, then you best believe I'm doing a full You know this contract. man got your two million. It's like me you being bullied or some shit. Yeah. You're like, I know you got that motherfucker two million, bro. Then just give him a damn two million. He ain't even a bully. He asking for his money. No, I'm saying that the guy who don't give him his money is bullying him. Well, they just, they just, if they, they must have went all about it the wrong way and giving him the money. You say, hey, I'm going to loan you this money, but you got to pay it back in this time period. Sign this on the dotted line. We're going to get this notarized. This is it. You don't, you don't fulfill your end of the bargain. I'm taking you to court. I, I like the way he pulled up on him, though. That shit is hilarious to me. He got that nigga, like, he got him in the middle of nowhere. It was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they didn't, they, yeah, just like Jeff said, he just handed them some money. He ain't even, you know. He probably won't even see <laughs> Dude, him. I was in the comments. You might as well check that up to a loss. That's just like two niggas in the hood, like, arguing over money. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he's somebody up on you while you at the grocery store, like, oh, you got money for groceries now, nigga? You could, yeah, you could have, you could have, um, you could have ended him if you wanted to, but um, yeah, Dame, Dame's gonna get his money. Lee Dame's gonna pay up because he don't want no problems with uh, with Dame Dash, um, and that's all there, and that's really all there is to it. Um, so, so Ev, Ev you got a, uh, you got a rant you want to give before we uh, close it out? No, I don't have much of a rant. No rants. No uh, rants. I got a rant for her because she's slow. Go ahead, go ahead, dog. Whenever you give somebody a pie in the face, let them cover their hair up. Oh, I got a pie pie in the face today at work. They wouldn't let me cover my hair up. Wow. 
That's uh. Now you know black women don't like to get her hair messed up. Nigga, they say like that, that. You don't want your hair anyway. Yeah. So. But that's how. Hold it up! Who the hell is this his box? Hold up! Somebody just put it on Facebook. Niggas that use Drake lyrics as a caption get the best pussy. Yep, they ain't talking. They're talking about niggas. They ain't talking about uh, men. They talking about niggas. So they that nigga, about, yeah, they talking about yeah. That's nigga shit. Cause I don't. Yeah, they I talking ain't. about a nigga that's gonna uh, tell him not to have a kid to get an abortion later. That's what they talking about. Oh shit. Yeah. I, I, that's that's how like that's how fucking disillusional fucking Drake fans are, bro. Yeah. They are the most disillusional motherfuckers on the planet. You can sing a song about love and all this shit. But you can tell this girl she needs to get a fucking abortion. And these females, like, hop all on that shit. Y'all are fucking retards. I'm gonna let you know that right now. You a Drake fan, and you talking about how these love songs and all this shit, you are a fucking tard. By all means. You don't. You you are a uh, person of the moment. You a fucking tard. Don't talk to me about shit. You mean, that's, that's another part of his rant right there. Um, basically what y'all want is a nigga that'll tell you that shit. Yeah. You want a nigga that's gonna be fake and he'll tell you whatever he need to tell you to get that booty. That's exactly what you want. Yeah, you just took me to the movies. You didn't even tell me anything like that. This dude's funny, man. Alright, well, um, yeah, that's, well, that's all we got for you this week, man. Hope, we hope you like the show. Uh, we hope you, uh, you know, think about your summertime memories. Um, growing, you know, growing up. If you're uh, of of our uh, age, you're in the thirty and up club. Um, and if you um, young listening to this shit, um, I don't I don't apologize for my my language because you shouldn't be listening to it. So um, you know, we we have fun. We have fun talking about it. We look forward to, to the next uh, to the next show. But uh, from you know, Karun Bay from Sugar Booger Phoenix, um, you know, Logan. Um, that's it. What's, what's the duck? Yeah, from Jeff Coffin. We out. And Romy Mac. We out. Peace. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chibata collection. How do you want it? Ooh, I'll take the slam poetry. Sure. <clears throat> Italian Chibata with fresh mozzarella. When hunger reigns, you're my flavor umbrella. Tasty garlic steak and provolone. With you, my taste buds are never alone. Savory chicken pesto. You have my affection. For you complete the Chibata collection. Thank you. That was the new Chibata collection by Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants.